So tonight, before we begin, I do want to take a, a minute, even at the expense of going over the allotted time, to thank some people as we come upon the 500th shear, which is a tremendous accomplishment. I never could have imagined when we started this that we would be able to do 500 shiurim and keep an audience. Um, we started it when Aaron Rosenfeld had the idea when we restarted Dafyaimi uh, in Brachas, the cycle, why don't we add an extra uh, uh, five-minute shear of Nach before the Daf? And that was right before COVID, and then COVID came, and I just continued recording, and Simcha Hirsch set up a podcast, and uh, we created a WhatsApp, and Baruch Hashem, we were able to continue uh, giving shiurim, and hopefully we will continue, Mir Hashem, to make a siyam in uh, Sefer Shmuel Beis in a, in a, in a couple of months. Um, I need to thank some people, uh, starting with, of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who uh, gives me the siyata deshmaya to be able to put this out, to find the pshatim, and even though I might be tired and coming home from work, still gives me the uh, assistance I need to be able to do the recordings and push it out. And I also need to thank my wife, who, despite the, the fact that the house might be flying, uh, does not mind at all uh, for me to go down to the basement, tune out the rest of the world, and do my research, do my recording. And um, certainly she shares a chalek in my learning, and we all need to, um, anyone who appreciates the share needs to be uh, grateful to my wife for uh, covering the house while I uh, do the recording. I also want to thank uh, Avrami for um, um, his assistance and his encouragement, and obviously uh, what Chesky meant to this shear. Chesky learned uh, Yeshua and Shaiftim, and we picked up where he left off, and certainly Chesky was an influence to me, but Avrami's encouragement and Avrami pushing to grow the shear and to see how many uh, more people and how many um, uh, any ways that we can to grow the audience. And uh, finally, I want to thank the Rav for his leadership and for also his encouragement throughout. Um, so tonight we uh, are going to do Perich Aleph, where Pasuk test learning tonight should be as Chosli Lenish Masa Bechil Mechel Ben Asher and Yicheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, that's Cheski Bergman, as well as a Chos for Fuashlema for Yosef Menachem Ben Chava, Yom Tov Ben Zlatamasha, Chaim Ben Moshe, and Chaim Elazar Ben Chayisara, and Chaim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malko. So we learned previously that there was a famine in Eretz Yisrael, which was caused, David found out, by the uh, mistreatment of the Givoinim, and when he approached them to find out what it would take to uh, have them for, uh, 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 forgive Klai Yisrael, and that way the famine would end, they demanded seven of Shaul's descendants be given over to them to be hanged. And we saw last time that the seven that were picked were two sons of Ritzba Basai, who was one of Shaul's uh, wives, as well as seven of Shaul's daughter Meirav, that, um, uh, that uh, Michal and David had raised in their own home. So Pasuk Tez, Vayitneim Biyada Givainim, he gives over these seven uh, descendants into the hands of the Givainim, Vayoykiyum Bahar Lifnei Hashem, and they hang them on the mountain in front of Hashem, Vayiplu Shevatom Yochad, um, all seven of them died at the same time. Vehema humsu, and when did they die? Bimei ketzir barishoinim betchilas ketzir sa'irim. They were they died during the first days of the harvest, at the beginning of the harvest of the barley. So it was at the beginning of the barley season when these seven descendants of Shaul were hanged. So the Radak says that immediately the uh, Givoinim took them and they hanged them immediately, and they all died. At, that's why the Pasuk is telling you they all died at the same time. They were hanged immediately. Why does it say Lifnei Hashem? What does that mean in front of Hashem? So either it means in front of the 
Aaron and the Urim Vitomim, which were brought, as we saw in the Gemara Nivamis last time, that were brought to identify the people that were to be hanged. The Mitzutah says, Lefnei Hashem means that it was with the Ratzon of Hashem, that uh, Hashem had, uh, through the Aaron, showed which seven he had desired be chosen. And so for that reason, uh, this is considered Lefnei Hashem. It was done with the Rishos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his consent as well. The uh, purpose of telling us at the time of the year, Rashi says, is to tell you that it was early in the month of Nisan, around the time now, when we're in Nisan, the beginning of the month. The Medrash says it was actually the second day of Pesach, which is the day when normally you harvest the beginning of the barley in order for the Chadash to be muttered to the rest of Klai Yisrael. That's the term there of Kitsir Sa'irim, it's actually the second day of Pesach when you bring the Oymer and the Beis Hamikdash. The Malbim says that the purpose of telling you Bimekitsir Sa'irim is to teach you that the, it was the third year of the famine and there was so little in the field to reap that it brought home the severity of the famine. It was, it was supposed to be the Tchil of the Kitsir Sa'irim, but there was no Sa'irim to reap. And so for that reason, that's what caused David to inquire from the Urim Vitomim what's causing the famine and find out that it was due to the mistreatment of the Givinim as well as the uh, improper burial of Shaul. And so this whole story is happening because it was Ketzir Sa'irim, Tchilas Ketzir Sa'irim, and there was no Sa'irim to reap. And that's what led to this whole incident in the first place. The Abarbanel says the reason why David gave them into the hands of the Givinim or why the Pasuk points out that he gave them into the hands of the Givinim is to teach you that David would not harm himself, the children of Shaul, lest people say that he did it because of his hatred for Shaul. And so for that reason, he gave them over to the Gevoinim to do as they pleased, even though ideally David would have wanted a swift death and a proper death for them. But David knew that people would accuse him of doing it because of his hatred for Shaul and the animosity that had existed previously. And so for that reason, he could not do the murders himself, the execution himself, but rather gave it over to the Gevoinim. The al points out in the Pasuk, the word Shivatam is spelled a Korean exiv. It's actually uh, um, spelled with a yud between the tough and the mem. It's spelled shivasayim, even though it's pronounced shivatam. So there's an extra yud there. So it sounds like it's saying shivasayim, like two sets of shivas. So the al explains that this is a remez to anybody who, uh, as a result of their, of their not being michael, someone else gets punished. And what does he mean by that? He means that over here, there were seven gevoinim that were, that, that were killed, whether they were in Naiv or whether they were uh, as a result of the death of Naiv, but there were seven uh, people that were killed and, and they and the Gevoinim refused to be Michael unless seven of Shaul's descendants were killed in retribution. That's the seven for the seven. So the Al-Sheikh says that not only were the seven descendants of Shaul punished, but since they died only because the Gevoinim refused to be Michael, so that also brought a kitrig on the original seven themselves that they caused because their families would not be Michael on their behalf. They also would now be punished for having caused the execution of seven others. In other words, when someone does something wrong to you, be Michael them. If you're going to be the cause of their being punished, it's going to be a kitrig on you as well. Why were you not Michael? Why did you cause the fact that the other person had to be punished? So that's what he's saying here, the al says. Shavasayim is a reference, two sets of seven are going to suffer. The seven that David offers up as a kapara, as well as seven of the um, Gevainim themselves, who were the cause for the seven descendants of Shaul to be killed, that they should have accepted either a monetary compensation or some other form of compensation, but not insist on the deaths of Shaul's descendants. So therefore, they would also incur a punishment eventually. So the Gevoinim were not 
satisfied with just the execution of these seven descendants, they wanted the bodies to be, remain hanging there in disgrace. So, Pasuk Yod, the bodies are hanging there for some time. Vatikach Ritzba Basaya, so Ritzba Basaya, the mother of two of the victims, takes a sasak, a sackcloth, Vatateu La El she spread it out for herself over a rock. Mitchilas Kotsir, from the beginning of the harvest, Adnitach Mayim Aleya Minashmayim, until water fell down on the corpses from Shemayim. Veloinosna Oifa Shemayim Lanuach Aleyam Yoimam, she didn't allow the birds to come down and pick at the bodies by day. Or the beasts come and eat at the bodies at night. She did not allow any of the um, vultures and hyenas and animals that tend to eat corpses. She did not allow any of those animals to get at the bodies. She uh, insisted on making sure that the bodies were properly preserved and were not disgraced by being uh, picked at by the animals and the birds. So the Gemara Nyavomis explains that Hashem's gezeira, that the bodies of these seven should be left there for what was that it should be left there for a lengthy period of time so that Shoals Aveira should become well known and that no one should ever mistreat Gerim again in the future. As a result, in fact, when the other nations saw the regard that Kalah Yisrael has for Gerim, as a result, 150,000 other um, Gerim, uh, uh, other uh, Goyim converted and became Gerim with Kalah Yisrael. The Ramban explains that Kalah Yisrael was not held accountable for leaving the bodies up, even though normally Bezdin is supposed to bury the body immediately, because David gave over the bodies to the Gevainim. It was the Gevainim who insisted that the bodies be desecrated, and so it was not something that was sanctioned by David. The Barbanel says differently. The Barbanel says that this is not something that happened for a lengthy period of time. The Medrash uh, had said that it was until the rainy season started, which is, that's what Rashi says, which the Medrash says was the 17th of Machajvan, which means that the bodies were there for at least seven months. However, the Babanel says, no, it wasn't seven months, it was a few days. And after a few days, the rain started to fall, even though it was springtime when there's generally not a lot of rainfall, it was showing, signifying that Hashem had accepted the tefillahs of the people and the fact that they had tried to do tshuva, and now the rains were coming and the famine was over, and it wasn't a lengthy period of time until the rains came.